It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It is Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. I am Shauna. Oh my God, it's only seven days till Valentine's Day. Are you planning on doing something for it? Do you celebrate Valentine's Day? It's funny because I, I, my boyfriend and I are in a long-distance relationship, so we kind of don't even do anything for it anymore, obviously, because we're normally apart for it. It's normally during the week. If it's ever a rare weekend, it's a big deal for us. Although, again, we don't really celebrate it. We just kind of use the money that we would toward Valentine's Day gifts and stuff toward seeing each other. That's kind of what we do, you know? Like, oh, you could have a gift or we could see each other once more, which is definitely more of a priority A friend of mine actually does something hilarious. She celebrates Phil Collins Day instead. So instead of Valentine's Day, they call it Phil Collins Day, and then she gives her boyfriend this ridiculous Phil Collins card, whatever she can find or make up herself, and they celebrate it that way as well. Phil Collins Day. So makes more sense. I'll celebrate Phil Collins Day for sure. I'll have a little listen to some Phil Collins on Valentine's Day. Why not? Uh, Another action-packed show for you today. We chatted about the most hungover you've ever been. Uh, I found some great white girl sayings in a condo that I was looking at online. There's a type of mattress that apparently is becoming a big thing. You'll never believe it, but it has to do with the size of your dumper. And I can't believe that this is now becoming a a true... I'll get to that later. Uh, I talked about how I'm feeling a little down after getting back from Prince Albert, and I tried to remedy that. We have another great etymology. Uh, And Cliff, uh, my boyfriend, yeah, we sent him a nutshot video and got his reaction to that, which always is a good way to cheer yourself up. So we'll get to all of that after your Out of Context clip of the show. So, as you may know, my boyfriend Cliff absolutely loves videos of guys getting hit in the gonads. He finds them absolutely hilarious. Like, it doesn't matter how many of these videos he sees, he audibly laughs hysterically every single time. And his laugh is super contagious. So, if I'm ever having a bad day, I just send him a video of somebody getting hit in the berries, and his laugh just makes my day better. It truly does. So, when I was visiting him on the weekend, I sent him some videos of guys getting hit in the nuts. Um, it's a bit of a compilation video, actually. So, there are a few refs that get hit in the gonads, and then a ref actually gets carted out on a stretcher, and then a guy gets hit in the beans with a potato gun, and then there's another guy who is using one of those exercise bands when he slips and he hits himself in the jewels. And Well, Cliff basically provides his own commentary on this, but I recorded his reaction for you so that we could all enjoy his laugh together. So if you're having a rough morning, uh, this laugh will, will definitely cheer you up. Here we go. Oh, and that kid is why you wear a cup. <laughs> I think that's a potato gun. Oh my god. <laughs> Down goes the umpire. <laughs> I truly feel bad for him. Did you stretch for his nuts? <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> watch, watch. Spike's the oh. bullet bounces up and hits himself in the nuts. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> watch, watch this one. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Oh. 
Hilarious. Yeah, that's good stuff. And Shauna podcast. What's the most hungover you've ever been? So I asked this because a friend was so hungover this past weekend that he actually left a day early on a snowboarding trip. So he was there from Friday to Monday and he was supposed to snowboard on Sunday and then leave Monday. But he woke up Sunday morning and he was so hungover that he chose to drive home before anybody else even woke up so that he could go to his house and die of his hangover in his own bed. The most insane thing to me, though, is it was a four and a half hour drive back home. That's how hungover he was. He opted out of a ski day to drive four and a half hours back home so that he could be in the comfort of his own bed. Now, I can proudly say that regardless of how hungover I've ever been, I have never bowed out on a ski day. Proudly, I can say that. There was a time where I may have tossed my cookies in the bushes after being on a particularly bumpy chairlift, but that was the worst it's ever been. Never been worse than that. But to abandon ship on a ski trip, I mean, that is something right there. And to do that drive, that's what you chose. That was more preferable than just lying in the bed at the ski. Whew, that's bad. Actually, some friends and I were in London, England a couple years ago. We did this ridiculous 72-hour trip out there. And one of my friends woke up deathly hungover. And she was kind of lying in it for a while. And she was like, I don't know if I'm going to go out and see things today. I might just stay. And I was like, we are only here for 72 hours. You are coming with us. I actually started phoning around to try and see if anybody had a wheelchair that we could cart her around on so that she could enjoy the sights in her hangover. Uh, luckily, she rallied. God bless her. And she didn't actually need a wheelchair. She just she came out with us and she wound up being OK. But honestly, that's you can't let it ruin you. I refuse to let a hangover ruin a good day. I've actually personally found that if I wake up and I'm feeling a little groggy, if I do something active right away, it clears me right up and I'm right as rain for the rest of the day. Hangover completely gone. Doesn't even have time to fester. That's the way to do it, okay? That and Pedialyte. Also, uh, one of the biggest hangover days of the year is this coming Monday, day after Super Bowl. Makes sense. So, well, hopefully you're not ghost your friends on a ski trip and drive back home to wallow in your own death level hungover on Monday. Okay. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I posted this video on TikTok a couple days ago, and it was talking about places within Canada that Canadians can't pronounce. Uh, and I was talking about how a lot of people will say Saskatchewan instead of Saskatchewan, which when I first moved to Saskatchewan, I learned the hard way. No, it is not Saskatchewan. That is how I was taught in school in Ontario, though. It's Saskatchewan. That's how you're supposed to say it. The other one is Toronto. Uh, people not from there will say Toronto, which I always find quite funny as well, because no, it's not Toronto. Uh, no, it's Toronto. And then the third one I talked about was Calgary, because, well, there are a lot of people here who I find mispronounced Calgary. So this is what I said. Here's a clip from my TikTok video. OK, people disagreed with this, though. So have a listen and tell me how you feel. Calgary. OK, a lot of people not from there or especially in rural places will pronounce it Calgary. As in Gary, the person, with Cal also. Uh, no, it's actually Calgary. Calgary. You take out that A. No Garys are here. So after I posted that, there were a lot of people in the comments who disagreed with me. There were a ton of people who said, no, I am born and raised in Calgary, and I say Calgary. They all said that they say Calgary. Is this a thing? Am I the one who's wrong here? It's gotten me truly questioning myself. Do people who are local say Calgary? Because I swear, 
I was certain that that was something that people not from here would say, but now I'm perplexed and very confused by all of this. A lot of these born and raised Calgarians apparently saying, no, no, I say Calgary. That's how you're supposed to say it, okay? It's giving me a complex. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So I got a bunch of responses to that, obviously, and a lot of people backing me up saying that I am absolutely correct. Uh, one person made a good point, though. Friend of the show, Shannon, says, I don't skip the A and say Calgary, but I make it a soft A. So not Calgary, but closer to Calgary, which I think is where maybe I screwed up when I was trying to describe how you say it properly. Instead of saying Calgary with kind of a soft A, I, I wrote Calgary without an A at all. And you're right. Calgary is kind of the way you do it. It's semantics, man. Semantics. But yes, uh, everybody who responded on text said, no, it is definitely Calgary without that Gary at the end. I got this phone call. Hey, I just wanted to weigh in on that. I am born and raised Calgarian, and I, I pronounce it Calgary. Okay. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on your side. Thank you. They, I think the majority are. I mean, like, sometimes people come out of the woodwork in these videos and start commenting. But I'm like, there were enough people there that I started to truly question. I was like, um, okay, do I have this wrong? I honestly, I think those people are just thinking about it too hard. Because I think if they just say it, they drop the A. Fair. I think if they're thinking about it, then they put the A in. Yeah, that's perhaps true. I also was wondering if it was, like, a generational thing. I was like, are these old people? Who, is that how you used to say it back in the olden days and we've changed it up? Or? I, I, I think it also depends on how much their parents drank as they grew up. <laughs> this this is very true, yes. Okay, that's, that's good. The, the more you drank alcohol, the, the harder the A's became. Yeah, the count <laughs> Yeah, totally. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So if you're new to this radio program, uh, Beckler and I like to do this thing called rating white girl sayings. Now what this is, is... There are certain quotes that are fairly cliche and you see on barnyard wood up in people's different condos and houses, uh, including my own, like the saying, the mountains are calling and I must go. I have proudly displayed my house, but I have to admit that it's kind of cliche and a pretty white girl thing to have hanging in my hanging in my condo. Anyway, if we stumble across any that we think are particularly cheesy or quite white girl, we will talk about it. We tend to rate them in white girl ratings at the end as well. So I found lots of quotes uh, in this condo. I'm looking, uh, not seriously, but looking to maybe rent again. And so I've been looking at these different rental condos and all of these quotes were splattered all over this condo. Is a point where I'm thinking maybe I should just rent this condo out. Like very motivational. Perhaps I could benefit from that or something. So here we go. The first one. The greater your storm, the brighter your rainbow. Oh, that's beautiful. It is. Another one to do with storms as well. Storms make trees grow greater roots. Yeah. Broken crayons still color. It's interesting. These, I don't know if this woman's going through a rough patch right now or something, but they're all talking about how, you know, even if you're slightly damaged, it results in better things. So uh, great. Here's another one. Real queens fix each other's crowns. Oh, yes. Oh, that's good. Oh, and then this one. Wake up, beauty. It's time to beast. I really love all of these. I truly do. Okay, wake up. It's time to beast. I feel like you need to say it that way as well. Um, well, I'm going to do these collectively. So, so how many fashion flubs on the red carpet out of 10 would you give these i mean these are up there i've got to say maybe eight and a half how many rhinestones on fake nails out of 10 would you give them how many how many playboy bunny belly button piercings 
By the way, uh, most of my friends had Playboy bunny belly button piercings growing up. So that's just relating to them. I'm, I'm going eight and a half, maybe even nine. Beautiful white girl saying thank you to the woman who's renting out her condo. Thank you. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Demology with Shauna. A bit of a quick one for you. So the word pocket I was thinking about recently. I'm like, where does the word pocket come from? So in Old English, the word poke meant a bag or a sack. I guess in the UK, they still sometimes refer to a bag as a poke. That's what it's called, which is where the term pig in a poke comes from. If you ever heard somebody say pig in a poke, uh, that means someone who kind of bought something without first inspecting it. And it actually means pig in a bag, right? Pig in a poke. So it makes sense because you can't see the pig before you buy it. Anyway, pocket means small bag or little storage sack. So kind of makes sense because that's what a pocket is, a little storage spot for for your things, right? For your things. Um, This is pretty cool as well, though. In Icelandic, a bag or sack is known as pokey as well. And the name for koala bear in Icelandic is pokebjorn, which means pocket bear. So I, from this point forward, am going to refer to a koala bear as a pocket bear because I much prefer that name. It is. It's a pocket bear, okay? It has a, a pocket. It's a bear. Pocket bear. That's what I'm calling a koala. That's almost as good as my friend's daughter who started calling seagulls garbage ducks. Still one of my favorites. Garbage ducks is definitely what I call seagulls now. But uh, pocket bear for koala bear, big fan of that one as well. So there you go. Also, I was thinking about this. So in Icelandic, Bjorn means bear. So does that mean that Peter Bjorn and John, it's Peter Bear and John? What a badass name, Bjorn. That's what Bjorn means, is bear. Love it. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Visiting my boyfriend in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan last weekend, as you uh, may have heard yesterday. But I, um, it's funny, the last couple of days I've been struggling sleeping a little bit. And I think it might be because... My boyfriend kind of lives right off the main drag in Prince Albert, and uh, all night long, all you hear is diesel trucks ripping by. And it kind of creates this nice white noise. It's really just the beautiful sound of Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, just these these trucks that rip by, you know, and tear ass, and it's quite... It's quite lovely, really. Uh, something else that I noticed that happens a lot in Prince Albert is a, a lot of people say, I seen instead of I've seen. It's kind of the slang. And everybody that I met there said, I seen. And I was like, perhaps I'm missing that as well. Maybe just a, a bit of a culture shock from coming from a smaller place to a, a bigger city again has made me miss these small town luxuries. Perhaps I'm suffering from a little P- PSD. Post Prince Albert stress disorder. Boo! Boo, that was bad. I'm sorry. But I was thinking that maybe I could do my own little, you know, white noise track, almost a lullaby of a small town. And if you're from a small town, this is fairly universal. These are things that you hear in a lot of small towns in the prairies. So maybe this will work for you as well. This is just a trial run of what it might sound like. I'm thinking maybe down the line I could sell this too. Uh, Small town lullabies here. Or small town white noise, perhaps. So it starts with the diesel trucks here. Seen her. And of course, you add the I seen it's on top. Oh, did you see it? Oh, I seen it. I seen it big. Yeah. Oh my god, and then the Terry yell over the top there. Yeah. Woo! Feeling so much less homesick. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So I'd like to call myself out for something if I could. I was out for dinner the other day, and the server came by at the end of the meal, and I didn't have a thing left on my plate. And so the server comes over, and she asks how everything was. And I looked at her, and I was like, 
Oh, I hated it. Boo! Boo! That's just... It was very obvious that I didn't hate the meal. I ate every last bite, but I said that to her. And that's one of those cliche things that every server probably hates hearing. That's... It's like going up to the cash register, you know, with an item, and then the cashier can't find the price, so you say to them, oh, it must be free. It's like going up to the McDonald's counter when they used to have smiles on the menu where it says smiles are free and saying, can I have a smile? It says they're free. Boo. These are just, no. I just, I feel the need to calm myself out for that because it's, it's bad. It's like, okay, so when I tell somebody I'm in radio and they'll always make the same comment about having a face for radio, they'll say something, oh, you don't have the face or oh, face for radio, something like that. And I'm like, (laughs) or somebody will be like, oh, you're in the radio. What's your DJ name? Every time I'm just like Shauna, the same as my my regular name. Although, now that I think about it, I was like, maybe I should come up with some other response to that. Like, oh, no, uh, on the air, I actually go by DJ Stank Cheese. Mm-hmm, yeah. No, DJ Poop Shoe. Okay, don't don't ask. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So, I'm looking for a new mattress right now, and I've kind of been perusing online, looking here and there. And uh, I saw somebody online who actually commented on a specific mattress I was looking at, looking for suggestions For a mattress that works for people with huge butts, I am not even joking. This person apparently has such a large turtle smuggler, they find it uncomfortable to lay on a regular mattress. So they were asking if anybody had suggestions on a mattress that would work for somebody with just a huge crapper. This is where we're at, folks. Our thunder bins are growing to such a size that we now need specialty mattresses. As crazy as this is, though, it totally made me think of a potential million-dollar idea. Mattresses designed for big cheek flappers. You know, clearly there's a market, and if we continue to grow our clog blasters like we have, this need is only going to increase. So, thinking maybe I should jump in the lab and design a mattress for the giant Quizno. I'd obviously have to get some scientists and some R&D involved here, but I, I started brainstorming some names, and the first kind of just presents itself, the mattress right? Because ass is right there. Or or the asterisk instead of the mattress. Uh, and then from there, if you wanted to get a little more involved or creative, uh, you could go with crapper cushion or the fuffer foam. Coiler coils, maybe. Uh, the smushing cushion was another one I thought of. Uh, crapper coils, very similar. Uh, fart box futon, although that's a little bit wordy. The, the butt singing box spring. Again, maybe too many syllables, although it kind of gives you a nice visual of your bum singing in joy because it finally has a mattress that appropriately fits it. Uh, I'll, I'll keep working on this. I know it obviously needs some some massaging, but I think the idea is there. I truly do. Mattress for your big ass. You know, it's, it's got some potential. podcast. probably know there's this big concern over the elderly being conned out of money. There's actually scams known as the grandparent scams now. Uh, well, my dad is obviously aware of these scams, so he's gone above and beyond in his own way to try and lead these people astray, to try and outsmart these scammers. And I mean, the idea is, is there. I, I'm just not sure how effective these are exactly for him uh so first of all he changed his birthday on all social media to be wrong so he just picked a random day that isn't his real birthday so now he gets wished a happy birthday by all his friends on facebook on the wrong day but he thinks it's going to keep the scammers away he's like ha outsmarted you and then he he changed his voicemail so 
when you call him, his name is Bill Jefferson, by the way. Uh, well, now his voicemail, it says, hi, you've reached Bill Jackson. I can't come to the phone right now. So he changed his name on his voicemail from Bill Jefferson to Bill Jackson because he thinks that that's going to outsmart the scammers as well. You know, as if they're going to phone him and then they're going to hear that voicemail. But like, what? Bill Jackson? That's not who I want to scam. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.